Hello and welcome to the Politihit podcast from Punched Up Magazine. Today I'm joined by Ellen Heslop, Leah Harthill and Will Roberts. And our topic today was the recent act of domestic terrorism on Capitol Hill. So everyone, let's discuss... Oh God. What a wonderful night that was. That's that's an excellent way to start, Will. Thank so, you. Thank yeah. You. For anyone unaware... America saw its first ever successful attack on Capitol Hill since the war in 1812, led by some Canadians. These weren't Canadians, these were supporters of the president acting against the president, in essence, which is never a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, they really thought that one through. Yeah. That was a well-thought-out attack. But it it wasn't acting against the president at all. It was was pretending. It was president. Yeah, Trump was like, yeah, don't do that. But also... See ya. See you at six. His, his <laughs> exact words were actually, can you all go home? I love you. Oh, Very yeah. special. He started, off, he started was... off the morning by saying that he won't concede, which is always a good start to a day. Yeah. And then the terrorists, that's what they are. They're not rioters, they're terrorists. Yeah. Um, none of Definitely. them were handcuffed. Nope. Uh, one of them was helped down the stairs by a police officer. Uh, that that video that's gone viral is astounding. Wasn't there a woman at like a Black Lives Matter protest? I'm not sure if it was a woman actually, but someone who like an old person who started bleeding out of their ear because they got forcefully like. Is it kicked or punched? One of the things I've seen that was really horrible was a black woman who did a illegal U-turn in Washington, D.C., who was shot and killed on the spot in 2013, yet people who stole the podium didn't get shot and killed. It's very... Their excuse for, for letting these people in was that, oh, yeah, we're just, like, um, we're protecting... Like the senators and stuff, you know, that's why we didn't have our, our focus on on these rooms and these historic places. Yeah, the senators had been evacuated, I'm quite sure. Yeah, they were yeah. they were clear at that point. And they were just like, I don't know what's happening, let's leave them to it. So you I know things... they didn't prepare for this as well. Like they got told that there'd be a protest outside and they were very under policed. There was nobody kind of blocking the way. And it looked like in certain videos, it just let them through and they were like, okay, I'm not going to... There is that one video that went really viral. It's, I think it's this man filming a gate where two policemen are and they just let them through eventually. It's like yeah. seconds of, oh no, don't. And then they just let them all through. There was one video I liked and it was a police officer who looked a bit like Jack Black. And he was going <laughs> mental at all these protesters. Like he had his baton out and everything. And he was saying, no... You're an American. Go away. And big respects to that police officer because he was uh-huh. doing his job. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. And he looked like It's not to protect the people; it's to protect the country. Uh, police in America have a horrible history. It's it is actually not part of their job to protect people. It is just to serve and protect the Constitution, which was written in 1700s. At the end of the day, they were failing to do that as well that day, so... Yes, yeah. they were. They failed all round. Yeah. Like, there is not one thing they really did well. And I think Except it's very that. quick. 
it, it it's very easy and quick to slug off like American police, but some of these things it's also worth noting that happen in the UK. And while we're sitting here talking about American terrorism, there's an important link there's an important link to be made of how this will then further impact upon the UK's politics and how long it took for the UK government to condemn these actions. The press are all around very quick to use the term terrorist if it's someone from the Middle East or someone who is black or someone who isn't straight and white. Yet the second someone white will commit an act of terrorism like the London Bridge ramming. A man in a white van rammed through people on London Bridge. That was just labelled as a man in a van rammed through people on London Bridge. When that is... Unfortunately, I'm quoting J.K. Rowling here, a misspelling of the word terrorism. Yeah. The unfortunate quoting of J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I'll put a pound in the turf jar. <laughs> the fact that you led with unfortunate and did not change course. <laughs> but she was right. Well, she's wrong in most respects, she was right about that one thing. So well done for that one thing, you evil woman. <laughs> yep. You know what they say, a bloke can clock is right twice a day won't say what i nearly said congrats roman thank you thank you communication yeah and self-censorship that's 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 step forward what what is really showing is that part of these acts of terrorism were committed by a group called the proud boys um who thomas thomas donald trump very famously told them to just stand back and implying that they were waiting for further instructions back in November yeah. in a presidential debate. He told them, stand back and, oh, sit back and relax, I think it was something along those lines, in the first presidential debate of the campaign. something like stand by, like... Stand by, yeah, stand back, stand by. Essentially telling a far-right terrorist group who are anti-immigrants and all male, or I'm quite sure white cis straight males, to just wait for further instructions. I mean, are we surprised? Didn't he... He literally refused to condemn white supremacy and said there were good men on either side. Are we surprised that he's blatantly supporting? We need to remember that. This also happens over here. The leader of the left-wing party of Great Britain was brought up... Left-wing. A Yeah, left-wing. He's a Tory in red. He was brought up... Uh, an issue on LBC radio and it was in fact a white supremacist myth that Britain Britain's white population will be its minority by 2050 which is absolutely nonsense yet we allow people not willing to pick up on these absolute fallacies of logic and uh, essentially spearheading this white supremacy movement to be the people who represent us most and what that says is, politics is broken and we need change. I think Definitely. it's showing because people are so against the Conservatives parties, their xenophobia and their Islamophobia, that people fail to men- notice their own party when they do wrong. And it's about making sure you step back and seeing what people you think are good are actually doing wrong, which our political systems don't teach us to do that. They teach to blindly follow a party that we were probably taught to vote for by our parents. I think it's the media as well, because 
someone who's very pro-establishment like Starmer, very pro-business, is always going to be preferred by the press to like Jeremy Corbyn, who they did tear to shreds. Like, obviously he's got things that he did, but does he deserve to be torn to shreds more than Keir Starmer, who is enabling the Conservatives to, you know, not deny white supremacy? The press are allowing populism to take hold. Surprising with cancel culture as well. Populism and cancel culture are equally as toxic for different reasons. Cancel culture removes people's ability to learn and populism creates an almost cult-like following of terrible people as we've learned time and time again. Right-wing terrorism and and left-wing complete blocking out of the truth because that doesn't fit in with a limited worldview and then labelling it as you're cancelled. Both of these issues are equally as bad and we need to recognise them both. I think while I don't like completely agree with you on cancel culture, um, it does very much delegitimize like the left's views when as soon as someone does, it is like everyone hounds on top of them and they're like removed from the internet or removed from their positions. It does very much delegitimize the movement that we're trying to have. It's showing when people like Corbyn step down, yeah, people like Pretty Patel. Yeah. Yeah. She's still in her position after years of horrible acts of discrimination and bigotry against multiple groups of people. Yeah. But because people don't want to accept that people they look up to have flaws, they don't want to say anything and speak out about it, which is the side effect of cancel culture, really, because people are so scared of cancelling people that they don't do anything and instead live in denial. Well, it was when the British Prime Minister has literally written articles about calling Muslim women letterboxes, and yet Jeremy Corbyn making a few, like, mistakes and saying things that may be considered anti-Semitic has then got him instantly removed from the Labour Party. It's having the same, like, attitude both sides something i found really interesting was the the conservative party um, or at least a lot of their followers especially on like twitter and stuff they were they were very keen to say yeah jeremy corbyn's anti-semitic like the labor party's a joke whilst also supporting a islamophobic homophobic racist party and i think the the hypocrisy there was really interesting to watch The way that that anti-Semitism is nowadays, it's very easy for like lots of people to just slip into these anti-Semitic conspiracy theories or, you know, confuse anti-Semitism with anti-Zionism, although like the lines are very blurred. Um, I just think a lot of the people who are condemning the Labour Party for being anti-Semitic probably have said a lot of anti-Semitic things in the past and just don't notice. Yeah. The Tory party have a very interesting ability to take a very small, a very small minority, minority, minority of a community (laughs) and make them the face of the community and therefore allow a series of bigotry and hate towards them. And so does Trump. Uh, back in 2015 when he was running and he said he will ban all Muslims from America as if being Muslim is a race and not a religion. 
what what conservative politics is very clever at is taking the very small minority of people who are ultimately evil people and using that small minority to represent an entire group of otherwise quite lovely people as we saw the british muslim and british sikh community back in september and october and december with the france issue and the border dispute it was we didn't see very many conservatives going out feeding the 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 lorry drivers stuck on the motorway we saw the sikh and muslim communities taking part in what is a pillar of their faith and doing an excellent job for people in a horrendous situation it was very telling as well back in the first lockdown i think it was there was um when leicester kept having all their issues people were so quick to blame it on um smaller minority groups i think particularly in my family there was a lot of blame on islamic communities and jewish communities middle eastern communities when there were pictures constantly coming out in the news of thousands of white straight you know majority groups out on beaches partying all the time people would ignore that in favor of being against the slight few who already because of our country and the way it's run they're already in harder political climates for them and they're getting even more hate from everything. I think it was very much the same in Oldham for that because there were statistics coming out every day saying that white middle-class um, communities had the most COVID cases. And at the same time, people were being like, oh, it's Asian communities going to mosque, it's because of Eid. And then it all just kind of covers up what actually is going on. It's how we're presented data. We. We're presented this data ultimately by a conservative government who wants to push their own agenda and they're showing us figures uh, and the figures that prove their point more while withholding the other figures that would invalidate their point. It comes back to the issue of like a biased press that are biased towards conservatives because of everything that they want, privatisation, less tax on the rich. They're always going to push the conservatives' views. Piers Morgan, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> it's not corona, it's just I've got a cough called the um, cockhead cough and I can't help mm. it sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, the, the biased press is what allows these horrendous situations to take hold. And taking it back to the topic of this week's episode of Capitol Hill, um, we saw on Thursday morning Fox News trying to twist all of this into some form of... Um, Antifa-led plot. Yes, I was just reading through something and I now can't remember the name of the politician who said it, but it was a right-wing American Republican. I think it was a woman she had tweeted saying that um, there were clearly communist Antifa people in the crowd because she saw one with, someone with a hammer and sickle tattoo when it was something from a video game and it wasn't yeah, a hammer and sickle I at all. And she was... Yeah, she was trying to blame it all on, oh, it's Antifa, it's the left who want to just get rid of Trump. No, it was well, it was people who you engage with and you, for want of a better word, egg on to do all these yeah. kind of things. Not the people who have been sensibly, mostly staying away from all of this, trying to keep safe in a pandemic. Well, somebody shared on Twitter here, um, on 
a screenshot from Hickman County Antifa, apparently, which I don't think somebody who's been declared a terrorist organisation by the president would be operating on Facebook. Um, yeah, that's what Fortran's for. No, exactly. Thank um, you, Ron. Comrades, prepare for, to defend your rights. And it says on November fourth, don't forget to disguise yourself as patriots slash Trump supporters. Wear MAGA hats, USA flags, and a, or a complete convincing police uniform is even better. And basically, it's suggesting that on November fourth, Antifa storms the Capitol building, and it's like, how much? Who's made this? <laughs> And it's not even from November 4th, but I don't... It's, it's, it very much is trying to shift the blame. That that one bloke who stood on the chair in, in the Capitol building, dressed as yes. a Viking, that's what interests me. It's when these populist right-wing groups take imagery from Vikings or Greeks. I don't think they completely understand that Vikings and Greeks wouldn't have liked that kind of person. No. Mm. The Greek culture originally ancient greek as a philosophy student it was all about democracy and being fair and everyone getting a chance to speak about how they feel not ridiculously violent acts of terrorism and well, i've I... just found the tweet i was referencing it was bridget gabriel saying the man in yellow has a communist hammer and sickle tattoo on his hands those are not trump supporters when it was someone stood next to someone holding a trump is my president flag and the tattoo on his hand was apparently from the game Dishonored. It was nothing to do with left-wing politics at all, but they are so keen to shift that blame. And... It's insane, the mental gymnastics, the right go to try and to try and justify things. And I mean, not even justify, to try and remove the blame from themselves. It's, it's truly incredible to watch so many layers of twisting and turning the truth when it was I mean it was very clearly the left who immediately started calling it an act of terrorism and calling it what it is when the right were quite silent for a lot of that time you know Trump took however long to to respond and even then he gave a half-baked response that really didn't it really didn't come to anything I love you, know, you guys. You're the best. So hypocritical, <laughs> right? And it was like, don't do this, but I love you. You know, we we're really proud so of you. You're so special to us. That was a phrase, and it's really like insane to see how how much effort they are going to to try and a justify it, and b also say that it wasn't them. Yeah, it's. If you said, oh, this is a group of Trump supporters, but I don't agree with what they're doing, then that on an individual level is like, okay, we're not going to punch you in with the terrorists, but you're still a Trump supporter. Whereas they tried to say, oh, no, it's actually the left that's doing this. It's not us. You don't have it to like... definitely the left holding their Trump flags. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes complete sense. You know, right, if we wanted... <laughs> if we wanted to frame the right for looking bad... I mean, I say as someone who's very left-wing, we wouldn't have to do anything. to go to these lengths. We literally wouldn't have to do anything. All we have to do is take up, you know, previous statements, previous video conference conferences Trump's been in, or you know, and just simply show them. And that's what the left have been doing over a lockdown, especially. Themselves. 
right they make themselves look bad we wouldn't have to stage a i mean i say stage wouldn't have to go through with a coup on on the u.s capital to to make a point yeah as we've seen through the year what we we left people i never took part in any of this which is a regret of mine but they're all of the protests and riots labeled by the right unsurprisingly for black lives matter and the civil rights movement happening earlier last year everything the left tried to do was safe and mostly distanced and it was peaceful but the right would bring in their policemen and their basically domestic armies Kyle Rittenhouse any of the voices that we were trying to raise and amplify we couldn't speak for ourselves because we were having loads of these really aggressive right-wing politicians trying to blame everything on the left while we were simply marching peacefully yeah they will but whoa they burnt down a target how dare they which was once again the minority of a huge group being blamed for all if of the I wrong things. I cannot worship at the temple of Target to the god of capitalism. What is the point, Will? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's the point? Yet the woman who pulled a gun on peaceful terrorists. I can't remember when or where this was, but it was in America, and it was this couple who'd run out of their home with guns, threatening the peaceful march that was going past their house. Oh, I they, remember this. It was horrible. It was the videos of of watching that was really I mean it's been said it's been said hundreds of times across the internet but if but I'm going to say again if these were black people if these were people of minority they would not live to tell the tale and what's it's I can't like predict I can also look at the statistics and say if you look at the amount of people killed at Black Lives Matter marches the amount of people hurt who have been left permanently disabled by the people who were there to protect them by the police by i mean i say that to protect them should have been there to protect them you know i think i'm gonna say it again if these were black people they would have been killed and this was an act of terrorism and i'm not saying that the people who who took part in it should have been killed i'm just saying that not at all the, the punishment should be equal. And if they wanted to punish the black people at these marches, they should have been treated with the same respect that these people at the US Capitol or was, or the people at the US Capitol should have been treated with the same lack of respect. You know, it's it's not a fair, it's not fair grounds. Dehumanizing to look back at the way Black Lives Matter protesters were treated when they were trying to raise awareness for their human rights. And these people are trying to stop a twisted man staying in the presidency. They are storming a building, trying to get a message across and very aggressively, you know, stealing the podium, disrespecting the buildings. They were treated with respect, but people who were marching for their rights were treated like rabid animals almost i think it would be interesting as well to see like the amount of arrests that are made over the next few weeks because i doubt that there'll be many 
But yeah. with Black Lives Matter, there was bail funds constantly coming in for like getting people out of jail for the protesting. It's like, why when somebody peacefully protests, would you arrest them? But then somebody who's literally stormed a building, there's going to be less arrests for that. It was I mean, interesting. Go on, sorry. Earlier that day, Trump and Pence, maybe Pence had stopped being as good in the bedroom for Trump or whatever. <laughs> Trump and Pence had had a bit of a nasty public breakup. So it wasn't Pence Trump who called in the Twitter. National Guard, as he publicly announced he did. That was a complete lie. It was the Vice President Mike Pence who called in the National Guard. Then you had people saying, oh, Pence shouldn't have called in the National Guard. That's not his job. He's not allowed to do that. As if it wasn't the right thing to his, do in that situation. His job is to support the president. And when the president isn't capable of making decisions, exactly. that is literally the definition of his job. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, the president was capable of making decisions. He just, he just simply not did not. <laughs> no. I mean, as much as I hate to stick up for Mike Pence, at least he unfollowed Trump <laughs> on Twitter in the last few days of his account. Really? Mm. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Wow. It was rather, rather entertaining. And it's just so good to see that Twitter have now at least permanently disabled Trump's account yeah. to stop the incitement of further misinformation and violence it's a step that should have been taken a long time ago yeah maybe all I mean, the violence happened what was incredible to see was the amount of trump's tweets that were marked by twitter by oh, yeah. saying this is misinformation this is lies and this breaks community guidelines right and after um after biden's win you know, his clear win, then there were, um, I can't remember which news channel it was, who simply cut Trump off as he was doing a speech. Yeah. I, they were like, I we're just going to stop debate, this. Yeah, they were like, we're just going to stop this because this is lies. Stopped it. Mm. It, was, it was a move in the right direction, whether it was too late or not, is separate question the four seasons incident where they booked the four seasons garden center as that opposed was, to the that hotel. was so funny that, that were in between my it was situated in between a crematorium and a sex shop the best place to get fucked and die if it doesn't sum up going back to the twitter thing given that people can run basically porn accounts on twitter it's very impressive that Trump managed to break the community guidelines when having your whole asshole on Twitter doesn't. You know? You make a good point. It's, it's interesting you. as well that one bloke's project for rating fit birds from Harvard ended up becoming a tool of right-wing indoctrination. Yeah. That sounds um, unsurprising, to say the least. Yeah, not to laugh at something Elon Musk has said, but that is funny. Uh, Put a pound in the Elon jar. Man in the world. Don't say his name. Great. No. So far today, Roman has quoted J.K. Rowling and Elon, Elon Musk. <laughs> These are dark times, people. <laughs> dark times. Yeah, you're doing really well, Roman, there. <laughs> and on that lovely note,
this premium Zoom call's about to end and I'm refusing to pay any more money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we're not editing this, by the way, folks. You're just getting this because that's even funnier to me. I've been Roman Reigns. Who have you lot been? I'm Leah Harthill. I'm Alan Haslop. And I'm Will. And we really hit those politics. I guess you could say we punched up. Thank Excellent. you. And, oh. and Excellent job. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh, have, have a week. We can't say how good it's going to be. This is the world. <laughs> Goodbye.